Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. On today's Faith and Freedom, we're going to be talking about how the vaccine mandates are affecting the airlines and all other transportation. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our very special guest is Josh Yoder, the co-founder of U.S. Freedom Flyers. Welcome to Faith and Freedom, Josh. Thank you so much for having me on, Matt. Now, Josh, tell us how you came about to start this organization called Freedom Flyers and who represents this group. Sure. It, um, it, it, this came about uh, really an idea in a hotel room uh, back in August. I saw what was happening over at United Airlines, how they came out with a mandate prior to a federal mandate. And, you know, talking to a few friends, we were, we were pretty sure um, that a federal mandate was coming. So we decided to start organizing behind the scenes. That way, when the mandates did drop, uh, we were going to, you know, have a chance at fighting it. And that's, that's how we ended up with U.S. Freedom Flyers. Um, you know, a lot of people put in a lot of time. And um, and we were successful at many airlines um, of pushing back and and um, keeping our jobs. And now we're also fighting for passengers and other people in transportation. How many people are in the group at this point? Um, just airline employees alone, I think, is um, upwards of, of twenty five thousand of just employees. And now we started bringing on passengers. Uh, we, we have networks now across the world in, in Europe and Australia and Canada as well. And the, the message for passengers is that what they were what they are doing to employees, they have every intention to do to passengers as well. HR Bill 4980 proposes that if you're unvaccinated, you'd be able to arrive or to, unable to arrive or depart a U.S. airport. So it's really important that passengers get behind us, help us win this fight, um, because you're next. Yeah. Now you are uh, you are a pilot of a major commercial airline, and you work a lot with uh, the pilots and other um, members of the airlines, also with ground transportation, rail, and so forth. So this is a very large consortium. Any one of those three legs, airline, whether it's a passenger or cargo or a combination of both, ground or rail, if those go down, if employees are pushed out because of these mandates, uh, that will seriously impact the distribution of goods and services across the United States and the transportation of, of individuals. With regards to these mandates, it's very concerning what you just said that what's happening within, for example, the airline industry, let's talk about that, will also happen to the passengers because of these uh, pushes to get individuals that come on the flight to also get the COVID shots, which means that you wouldn't be able to fly domestically or internationally. Now, in your situation, what are you seeing with regards to the impact of these COVID mandates? Let's take, for example, on pilots. Well, on pilots, that's a great question, Matt. So what we're seeing is, is a lot of people went out and got this shot that didn't want to do it. And they did it because of the, the coercive tactics that the airlines and these other transportation companies were using. Um, I know of so many cases, um, quite a number of deaths, uh, people that have had um, strokes, uh, blood clots, heart attacks. I mean, it's just incredible. The, the people that have come forward to me, I, I know of pilots that are, that are flying right now with, um, with side effects and adverse reactions, and, and they don't want to come forward. They're afraid to go to the doctor because we rely very heavily on our flight medicals. And if you lose your flight medical as a pilot, your, your career is essentially over. And you know we can we can go to Pfizer's own documents, 
And right in there, it lists as as side effects of myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clot, stroke, heart attack, and even sudden death. So I don't think it's appropriate that that anyone is being forced to take this shot, much less pilots. You know, passengers should be asking themselves the, the, the question, you know, do I want my pilots to be vaccinated? Right. I mean, there's safety issues for passengers as well. If your flight crew, you know, is having these effects. Well, how about a couple examples that you could share of pilots that actually have experienced these effects while in the air? Um, sure. I, you know, there, there are, I have to be careful which stories I tell about this, but I can definitely tell you about a gentleman by the name of, um, of Will Wolf. He, he got the J&J shot, didn't want to get it. Um, he, he then had a tonic clonic seizure and ultimately died of a brain hemorrhage. Um, then my, my very good friend, Cody Flint, he's speaking out publicly. Um, Cody actually passed out during a flight. He, he took off. He's an agricultural pilot out of Mississippi. He took off and he was, he was turning around at the end of the field to come back for another pass. And he describes as, as what he describes as, as like a bomb going off in his head. And he ultimately lost, he lost consciousness in flight doesn't remember doesn't remember landing his aircraft and the next thing that he does remember is is being pulled out of the aircraft on the ground uh, back at the airstrip and he had just so had the shot he had just had the shot i believe it was exactly 50 hours prior the first Pfizer shot and then you know have another example of a commercial pilot that something happened to him as well right that's correct yeah greg pearson um, he's someone else who's speaking out he's a major airline captain he got his first Pfizer shot in the afternoon went to bed that night and, um, and nearly died from a cardiac event um, directly related to the shot. And, and he says publicly that if, if that adverse reaction had happened while at the controls of an aircraft, um, you know, the, the results could have been fatal. Now, if you're in an aircraft and say you're landing, let's just say hypothetically, you're 500 feet above the uh, tarmac, the landing strip, and then you have a pilot, co-pilot there, obviously, uh, but something happens to the person at the controls, heart attack, aneurysm, uh, maybe some kind of seizure. Uh, how quickly is the co-pilot able to, number one, take over? Number two, for example, if the, if the person at the controls has a seizure and pushes the um, yoke forward, how quickly can that be reversed? Is that uh, potentially a catastrophic event? Yeah, it's, it's certainly potentially catastrophic. So I think what the airlines and the FAA are are hoping is going to happen is that something we we just talked about here is, is pilot redundancy, right? Where there's another pilot to take over. You know, if if the adverse um, reaction happens at cruise, that's you know that that's what's going to happen. However, um, during critical phases of flight, like takeoff and landing, you you have one pilot who's who's actively flying the airplane, and and should that adverse reaction be something like happened to Will Wolf with a tonic clonic seizure, and and that stick is is shoved forward. Um, it's going to be very, very unlikely that a recovery is going to happen at a couple of hundred feet. Um, so essentially what they're doing is is playing Russian roulette. Is there the capability of, say, the co-pilot disengaging the pilot's mechanisms and controls in the event somebody has a seizure and just pushes the yoke forward? Um, yes, it is possible, you know, depending on the on the type of aircraft. Um but once again, you know, you're, you're going to have a reaction yeah, time a reaction from the time, time that you notice. Yeah. Right. And if you're, you know, if you're at a couple hundred feet and, and this happens, you're, 
you're talking about, I, I, I would believe a, a very um, low probability that there would be a recovery depending on the control input that was. This that is was unbelievable yeah. because, you know, people, they get on the airlines and they trust uh, that uh, all of the people are in, especially those in, in the front seats, uh, piloting the aircraft are in top physical condition and that they can trust their lives and all of these passengers to the lives uh, and experience and health and skill of those uh, piloting the aircraft. The problem that we're seeing is outside of the airlines, all of these kinds of adverse reactions and events are, are true. They're happening all over, the, all, all over the world, let alone just here in the United States. And so those same kind of adverse reactions and events and deaths and sudden uh, passing out or having myocarditis or myocardial infarctions or some kind of aneurysm, that when you put that in the context of a pilot is very, very serious. And it's not just the pilots, it's other people that are working on the ground crews and other areas, the mechanics and so forth. And, you know, Matt, we've messaged uh, early on about pilots are put on a, what is it, a 48-hour no-fly period after they get the shot. So that seems like that would be a red flag right there, wouldn't it, Josh? Yes, it absolutely is. And, you know, we see a lot of these adverse reactions, you know, happening well beyond that 48-hour period, just from some of the, the cases that I have personal knowledge of. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely have a problem here. You know, the FAA has completely dropped the ball. I think I think the reason they allow for these shots um, is because they were getting political pressure and, you know, they never mandated it, but they they allowed it to happen. This is just unconscionable. The FAA has a long history of, of safety, you know, and, and never, never in their history have they ever allowed an experimental medication to be taken by pilots the way they did this. Um, it, it's absolute insanity. I, I don't know who signed off on that. But then for the airlines to come along and be coercive and to mandate it, um, that is just absolutely criminal. Our guest is uh, Josh Yoder, and he is the co-founder of U.S. Uh, Freedom Flyers. And uh, Josh, how can people get in touch with your organization? Sure. We would love for people to go to usfreedomflyers.org and sign up there. Um, sign up for our emails so you can stay in touch with us and, um, and, and see what we're doing and see how you can get involved. And we're also currently suing the Biden administration um, over the federal mandate. So if you can donate to our legal case, we would really appreciate it. Um, you know, we're just a, we're a bunch of average people going up against uh, the, the U.S. government and this mandate. So if you can help us as pastors, if you can help us win this fight on the employee level, um, it's also going to set precedent and help protect you as a passenger as well. Well, thank you for being our guest. And for more information, you can also visit lc.org, lc.org, and get more information about U.S. Freedom Flyers. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.